Vanity of vanities, all is vanity. These are the words of Solomon as they are recorded in the Bible in Ecclesiastes 1, verse 2. And as we read through this, it's actually very amazing, very impressive to hear these words, especially coming from the man who was the richest man on earth at the time, who was the wisest man on earth probably ever in history, who had multiple wives, who had you know, all the wealth that one can possibly imagine, beautiful home, probably the most comfortable bed at the time. Yet this person having everything still expresses himself as if everything that he had owned, had or seen was just vanity. Why, why do we think that Solomon pronounced these words? Well, today, actually, is a very clear, what we see today around us is a clear representation of why Solomon could possibly think like this. Let's talk about this. So not too long ago, I was actually in Israel. I was actually in Israel about a week or a few, just a few days, probably about three days before the whole Palestinian-Israeli conflict started. And obviously, I'm very grateful to God that I wasn't caught up in that in those horrible scenes. But there's people that are caught up in those horrible scenes, and it's actually quite sad to think about it. But here's the thing. You know, while I was there and I appreciated, you know, the, the lifestyle of the Egyptians, yes, we went to Egypt, to Israel, to Jordan, and I appreciated, you know, the land, the resources, the, the landscape that they have, you know, it's quite different from us here in the United States. And you definitely see, you know, that, that there's poverty and there's lack of resources and a lot of things that we take for granted here back in you know, the United States versus what they have. But here's the thing. While this, when this conflict started just a few days ago and, you know, ever since Ukraine, really, when Russia attacked Ukraine, which is still kind of going on, and now Israeli, now we have two wars going on simultaneously in the world at this time and age. is quite mind-blowing that we're still in those times. But for those of us who read the Bible, we know that this is no surprise. Jesus did warn that towards the end of the times, we were going to see more wars and rumors of wars and problems amongst nations. But that's not what I'm trying to say here. Looking at the words of Solomon, vanity of vanities, all is vanity. I, you know, when I scroll to social media, at the same time that there's these two wars going on, there's people suffering, families being torn apart, people being killed by the hundreds, uh, you know, families, you know, losing their homes, having to evacuate their hometowns that they probably been living for life. And now they're just wanderers like in the desert, basically, because those lands down there in Israel, Egypt, Jordan, those are pretty desertic lands. So all this horror and pain occurring in the world, there's hunger, there's starvation, there's diseases. Yet here, when I came back to U.S., when you scroll to social media, you people talking about the latest fashion that one celebrity wore 
people talking about how to make easy money and showing you a million ways to supposedly become rich. People talking about, you know, the latest tech gadget or the latest phone or it's just all so so much vanity. It puts in perspective the words of Solomon. Like I was talking to my mom recently about God and, and how he works in the human heart and the things that change that you start switching perspective when you come to Jesus. And one of them is that once you come to Jesus and you, you put yourself in God's hands, the things of this world start losing significant value because these things that the world offers or the, the things that create addiction in humans that humans go after, it's only the human soul yearning for Jesus and people don't even know about it. Pornography and sex and violence and guns and uh, gluttony, you know, all these vain pleasures that the world offers, we look for them or we become addicted to them because we are ever in our search, in our quest for that something that fills the human soul and refreshes it. But the thing is that there's only one being in the whole universe that can do that, and that is God. When the human soul doesn't have God, then it it goes to those vain things to try to fill the void that God is meant to fill in us. So I imagine that Solomon realized this. And actually, uh, one of my favorite actors, Jim Carrey, he also said something along those lines. He said something like, I wish that everyone will become rich and famous so they know that is not the answer. My friend, having a lot of stuff, looking for worldly pleasures will gain you nothing. At the end of the day, at the end of the night, when you go to bed, you realize that you're as alone, as empty as you were before. None of that things fills up. None of those things, you know, create permanent, lasting happiness and satisfaction in the human soul like God does. So Solomon realized this. Solomon found himself with lots of things and still feeling a bit distant from God, feeling empty, because only God can fill that void. And as we, you know, navigate through modern life, let's let's learn to become compassionate and, you know, appreciate what we have, but be compassionate towards the pains of the world. Let's learn to relate to those uh, situations and, you know, help in any way we can, if we can. But don't be fooled by by the apparent prosperity that we have here. And definitely the we are being spoiled with abundance of everything here in the United States. And we're so spoiled that we have forgotten what it is to be kind and what it is to be compassionate towards the pains of others. Not everything is about the latest gadget. Not everything. Actually, nothing is about that. It's not about what the world has that you may have as well, what the world offers, but it's about Jesus. It's about God. Only he can fill the void in your heart, in my heart. And I invite you today to let him. He's calling you right now. Let him into your life 
have a relationship with Jesus and I guarantee that your life will never, ever be the same.